West. By God, vagina. Welcome to episode 44 of the Thrash Report. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. This week, our episode is sponsored by Discover CBD Twin Cities. They have a great offer for Thrash Report listeners. Discover CBD Twin Cities offers safe, top-tier CBD products of the highest quality. All their products are third-party lab-tested, manufactured in an ISO 7 clean room. They're organically grown and sourced from Southern Colorado. They encourage you to try their brand new, relaxing, soothing, and tasty new Delta 8 line of edibles. New Delta 8 chocolate, tinctures, and gummies. Available now at discovercbdtwincities.com. Don't forget, use code THRASH for 20% off your order and free shipping. That's a great deal for you guys. Again, check out Discover CBD Twin Cities for all your CBD needs, and we want to thank them for their support. I'm Chris, and joining me this week, my co-host, Jim Osborne. Jim, what's going on, man? Leaving far more impression on his skull than on the lady. What's that from? I don't know, man. You, you're, you're, so, you're full of so many lines, dude. I'm full of it. <laughs> No, that was one of those little Radio 1A bits and in between songs on White Zombie, La Sexorcisto. Ah, yes. Only parts of a course have been removed. 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 Making far more impression on his skull than on the lady. It's just in my head, so. Thought I'd share it with everybody. Nice. Thanks for sharing, man. You got it. How are you sharing, doing? Sharing is caring. Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Um, I'm getting a little excited. You know, we got the change of the season. Spring's here. The weather's warming up. Um, yeah. You know, things are going to be opening up. We got music stuff happening. It's uh, it's an exciting time. So, yeah, things are going all right, man. Nice. Yeah, here too. We got my first dose of the Pfizer yesterday. Nice. How you feeling? Good. All right. Yeah, my arm was probably more sore than any sh- any shot I've gotten before, but sure. Yeah, I'm a big tough metal dude, so <laughs> I got my I got both mine scheduled, so I get my first one next Tuesday. So we'll uh, yep, keep it going. Yeah, one step closer. That's right. That's right. So we have a jam packed wicked big show this week. We have some Megadeth news. We got. Um, we're going to talk about uh, best metal drummer as voted for the readers of Metal Drummer or Modern Drummer Magazine, which is pretty cool. We're going to talk about a new show coming out. We're going to talk about um, uh, another Metallica auction, which is awesome. Um, and then we go into some releases. We got some uh, some pretty badass releases this week. I'm pretty jacked and stoked about it. So. Cool, man. Let's uh, let's jump into the news. I know we're going to start with you. You had a pretty kick-ass day last week, huh? Yeah, actually, you said we have a jam-packed show, and that reminded me that our friend Jam Man had a birthday this last week, I think. Oh, happy birthday, Jam Man. Ten years old. Happy birthday, Jam Man. And uh, I think one of his presents, well, I would call it a present, he got to speak with and forced. Nice. That's, that's awesome. 
among all the other people that he gets to speak to. So happy birthday, man. That's awesome. Happy birthday, J-Man. Yeah, and I'm actually going to switch it up a little bit because you've got a bunch of news stories, and I'm going to kind of wait until we go back in the day and kind of share my last weekend, what I did last weekend, and how that relates to my back in the day. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about it, man. Yeah, it was a good time. This is Rockin' with J-Man. It was enforced. So how you doing, man? Great. Happy to be talking to you, J-Man. How have you been holding up during these crazy times, man? Uh, I've been doing okay. Uh, I bought a car, uh, for fun and to try just a, just to work on. And, uh, it got to be too much. And I sadly put it on sale, uh, right before I talked to you and, uh, someone already bought it. So, so what do you got for news? All right. So we're going to start today by talking a little, little bit about Megadeth and it's kind of silly, kind of weird, but you know what? Uh, I'm all in. So Megadeth is is uh, releasing the official licensed coloring book will be released later this month on April 26th. So it'll be available worldwide um, and you can pre-order it right now exclusively through iSore merch. And again, we'll have a link in uh, in the show notes. And uh, this features iconic artwork that's instantly recognizable. Images are printed on high quality paper. It's a square format, so it kind of looks like a vinyl record, which is which is kind of cool. And it's killer designs. And um, color coloring actually has significant mental health benefits, so including mindfulness, relaxation, being able to increase your focus, and really you can enjoy it any age group. So people say coloring is for kids. Uh, you know what? You can you can dive in and start coloring. I actually have the heavy metal activity and coloring book, and it's got all different artists in it, right? It's got Lemmy, it's got Metallica, it's got all these bands in it. And uh, copy of that last weekend. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, but the thing is, it's 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 cool. It's cool because it's all you know. Obviously, it's metal themed, and all the bands are in it. But the the photos of this Megadeth one are killer. Like being able to see like Vic Rattlehead high quality artwork, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, if you're into that, I know my daughter. She has several coloring books, and she has has several different. She has sets of color pencils. She has sets of colored markers. She also has like I don't, like brush markers. I don't I don't know. She's an artist. I don't know. But uh, my daughter, who's 19, uh, she's into it. She colors all the time. So it's part of her relaxation. So yeah, go ahead and pre-order that. We'll have a link in the show notes. Coloring is my business. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I gotta be uh, going, going a little bit back in the day. I remember I was, oh, man, I don't know, was I, I was a little bit older. I was like eighth or ninth grade. I can't remember. But for some reason I had this, this urge that I wanted to color. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, obviously I don't have any coloring books. And so I, I, I remember riding my bike to the target and I went to the coloring books and they had some GI Joe coloring books. And it was awesome.
and I just went home and I colored like every page. <laughs> yeah, and this Megadeth one, are you going to get the, the deluxe edition where it comes with a box of 24 black crayons? <laughs> That's <was> pretty good. <laughs> uh, okay. So another, another thing, which one of the one of the hum, most humble, cool, awesome dudes, Gene Hoagland, the atomic clock. Oh, yeah. Mr. Gene Hoagland. You touched on this a little bit just a second ago, mental exercises. So that could be anything from like playing along to your turn signal like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. I heard you mention one time that you would wait for a clock to go to 60 or, yeah. the, you know, and then you'd close your eyes and you'd count the seconds in your head and you'd open up your eyes when you thought it was bang on the one again. Yes. And that's a really fun trick to try. That's a mental exercise that you could spend 10 minutes on or an hour on or two minutes on. You, yeah. know, you can always do that. And it's, it's one thing to, like, I, you know, it's, it, I do this in the hotel room when I got nothing else to do, you know, I'll just sit there and look at the clock and watch it, you know, and do what you just explained. Um, and it's just a good little mental exercise. It, it he is one of the nominations for Best Metal Drummer 2021 from Modern Drummer Magazine based on their reader's poll. And uh, what I found interesting, and again, he posted on, on social saying he really hate it. He appreciates everyone, all of his fans, and go vote for him if that's something that's cool. Interesting thing is some of the other nominees for Metal Drummer, we have Charlie from Anthrax, obviously. We have uh, Eloy, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but the guy from Sepultura. All right. Um, it looks like he was also in a band called Lawe. I'm not really sure how you pronounce that. Um, and then we also have Art. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We also have Art Cruz from Lamb of God, which um, they also call out. He uh, has have also played with Winds of Plague and Prong. But yes, interest yes. the interesting thing though, in a separate category for best rock drummer, <laughs> Lars Ulrich was one of the nominees. <laughs> so they did kind of distinguish rock and metal. And Lars fell into that rock category. And I just, I feel as though, you know, what's their criteria? I mean, is it so many beats a minute? Is it riding that double kick? Is it, like, <laughs> I don't know. Is it just because Lars plays his own style? There's really no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I found that kind of interesting. But anyway, horns up to Gene Hoagland, all the nominees. I'll be excited to see. Um, well, again, we'll have a link in the show notes. Go ahead and cast your vote for best metal drummer and best rock drummer. And uh, I look forward to seeing who's going to win. But Charlie beats the beats the beats you beat. Charlie, don't cheat. The only thing I like is the smell of your feet. <laughs> oh, of man. This. So drain lizard or take a piss. <laughs> um, so, hey, we talk yeah. about shows all the time, right? There's, you know, metal themed shows, um, horror themed shows, right? There's kind of this overlap. Look at this. Banger Films. Um, this is basically kind of a branch off from Banger TV's YouTube channel. Um, Banger TV is the world's fastest growing digital channel for heavy metal music and culture. They have over 40 million channel views. And this is where headbangers, you know, we can gather, watch original documentaries, interviews, reviews made by metal fans, for metal fans. And um, it, it's, Banger TV is pretty awesome. Well, they've actually branched out now. They have their first Banger film uh, our Banger Films subsidiary, and they announced their brand new original comedy series called 
heavy metal hitchhiker. <laughs> What's your name, Joseph? No Joseph, just Mitch. I found a guitar. I'm going to become a roadie. Never give up on your dreams, Mitch. When I bring that guitar to Rager, they'll make me their roadie. Ah! Why would you pick me up in the middle of a hypothetical first-degree double homicide? I'm lonely. So Heavy Metal Hitchhiker is an eight-episode original comedy web series produced by the digital uh, division of Banger TV. And as Blabbermouth reports, this action-packed comedy series follows a day in the life of Mitch. Now, Mitch is a heavy metal loving gas station attendant who just happens to stumble upon an abandoned guitar that belongs to his favorite band. So Banger Films is a fully integrated production company now. Um, they're going to be creating, again, additional series, live concerts, even kids programming. It's pretty awesome. So I'm, I'll watch this. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Yeah, Heavy Metal Hitchhiker. I'll watch it. Yeah, you throw the word metal on it. I'm hooked instantly I'll check it out at least if it says metal gotta check it out that's right that's right yeah sounds good sounds funny yeah they should like dude you, they gotta hit you up you could be a writer for one of these shows man <laughs> um longer so do you know do you know do you know what an ntf is jim ntf yeah do, do you know what a, a non-fungible token is Let's get started with what they are and how they work. NFT stands for non-fungible tokens. And what does that mean? Well, fungibility is the ability of a good or asset to be exchanged or to be interchangeable with another unit of the same thing. So things like dollars or gold or Bitcoin. And then non-fungible is the exact opposite. So they are goods or assets that are unique, irreplaceable, and one of a kind. I do not. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of confusing. But Megadeth has one. <laughs> so the world's first Megadeth NTF has arrived. This is a rare one piece exclusively available for auction through Monday, April 12th. And um, basically NTF or a non-fungible token, they're a type of digital asset where the ownership is recorded on a digital ledger blockchain where each NTF is unique and can be viewed as a collectible and it cannot be duplicated in any way. So um, this is where creatives, right? They can make a singular and potentially valuable, right? It all depends. It's like a, an artist painting a painting on canvas, right? There's only one of them, but this allows digital artists to, to make, you know, art, audio, video, posters, album art, you name it of their creative work. And uh, there's only one and you can prove there's only one, right? And uh, so this non-fungible token, the market itself, NTF market, has tripled in 2020 alone. The total value of transaction increasing almost 300% year on year with more than $250 million traded last year. And so there's this piece of artwork up there. That's Megadeth, of, uh, it looks like a, a picture of Vic Rattlehead. And uh, it looks kind of like an animated GIF, right? If you see it. Um, and right now it had a highest bid actually it, it had more bids today you can uh, bid on it and the bid, bids closed april 12th on rareable.com and we'll have a link in the show notes um it was 0.1 of a weth i don't know how you pronounce that type of cryptocurrency um you can basically tr uh translate whatever cryptocurrency you're going to use to bid on 
um, they actually use the um, on this site they use this uh, rareable cryptocurrency um, I can't remember what it's called but so what I did is I went and grabbed my uh, crypto wallet I actually um, I created an account I attached my crypto wallet and I'm thinking to myself okay let's just say that this piece of art of Vic Rattlehead somehow becomes worth something. <laughs> I'm like, let's go ahead and bid. Let's just see what it, what it's like. And I didn't do it because when you when you actually click on bid, um, Rarible, the site, says the creator for this piece of artwork hasn't been verified. Bid at your own risk. It was me. Hello, me. Meet the real me my misfits way of life so yeah i'm not <laughs> i guess i'm kind of a chicken that way i don't know if all the other i didn't try to bid on anything else but i would think megadeth should verify who they are whoever created the piece of artwork right um i mean if i didn't get that heck you know i would have because right now the the current bid um if you tr basically do the uh conversion rate to us dollars it was at like $169 for this piece of artwork. And so I'm like, you know, it's once in a lifetime thing. It's a unique piece of art that no one else will have. Maybe it's kind of cool, but anyway, NTFs invading the metal sphere. Nice. So this is something that you talked about, um, I think a couple weeks ago about Soulfly. So Soulfly is putting finishing touches on their 12th, dude. Can you believe that? It just seems like it was just yesterday. <laughs> Their 12th studio album. Yeah. Um, just absolutely crazy. Um, Max says the musical direction for this new SoFi material, he really says that it's full on. It's like he said, it's got kind of like the best of all the years. It's like a compilation of a Max Cavalera record over an entire 50 years. Can you believe that? <laughs> And uh, he says, that's kind of what it feels like. There's like old stuff, middle stuff. It has very, uh, a lot of Soulfly vibes. It's got a lot of groove, he says, but it also has a lot of fast stuff. So um, they're right now in the process of finishing it up and they do expect it to be out in 2021. So looking forward to the next Soulfly record. Max said it's gonna be a scorcher. I don't know how he can keep going. I mean, he's got so many different bands and then so many albums by everyone. I know, right? It's yeah. crazy. Just hearing interviews with people that work with him and how he just walks into the room or like you have to get there before him because he'll just come in and start writing shit and have songs complete before you get there. And <laughs> just riff monster. So. Well, and didn't uh, his other band with his kid, that's on uh, rotation on Liquid Metal now, isn't it? Yes. Um, what was it? Uh, Are you dead yet? No. Go ahead and die. Go ahead and die, yeah. Are you dead yet? It's children of Bodom. That's right. It's has dead or death in the name. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's got uh, multiple bands with uh, Killer Be Killed. Killer Be Killed. There's. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, I almost fell off my ball. Jesus. Oh, man. So um, we've talked about, like, you actually, so we've talked about miniature guitars in the past. Yes. Right? We talked about uh, War Machine March, uh, War Machine Marketing. Um, they do some custom um, uh, miniature guitar models. Look yep, killer. Is, they are now known as War Machine Merch. Oh, so, nice. Yep, they're doing a rebranding, and I talked to Roll. He like 
he'd like to come back on sometime and talk about what's new. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool because the current, you know, we've talked about um, All Within My Hands Foundation, Metallica's nonprofit arm that uh, raises money for all types of, of uh, you know, services, work education, food security, um, critical uh, local services like, you know, food banks and that type of thing. Um, they've even done a bunch of, for, of COVID for COVID relief as well. Well, their April auction is up and it's actually really cool. It's signed Metallica and San Francisco Giants mini guitars. And it's the same type of guitars that they play when they play the national anthem, these replica guitars. So they're about 10 by three inches. Um, I like how the description um, on the auction site says they're 10 by three inches. So these are not playable instruments. They just said that with uh, with baseball season back, um, which actually our twins home opener was today. Um, at least I think it was, it was raining today. So I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they played. Um, but the All Within My Hand Foundation is celebrating with this uh, auction. These mini guitar statues are very sp a special giveaway for the 2019 Metallica Night at San Francisco uh, Giants. And we're auctioning them off to support the, the, the mission. And all funds raised will benefit All Within My Hands. And bidding closes Tuesday the 13th, so next Tuesday at noon Pacific time. And these are, so you're gonna get a set of these little 10 inch guitars. And I'm just gonna let you know that current bidding is at four grand. <laughs> so again, money's going to a great cause. Um, we'll go ahead and have a link in the show notes. Go ahead and check them out. They're pretty badass. And again, they're autographed um, by James and, and Kirk. So pretty cool. I think, uh, I think you're awesome. I'd love to have them in my little display case, but not for four grand. <laughs> no. I think I've seen pictures, not of the baseball ones, but there was another giveaway I saw on a different site. They're giving Hetfield mini guitars away. So yeah, that would nice. be awesome. Cool, man. I wonder if you can put them with their like figurines, like if <gasps> they're switchable. Dude, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I could like, it'd be like I'm playing with my GI Joes again. I could be playing with Kirk and yeah. Lars. On, yeah, James. Uh, <laughs> it'd be like make-believe. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into some releases we got a lot of awesome stuff to talk about yeah so there is a band called misfire and that is made up of members from vitriol and fierce atmospheres and a couple of dudes from diamond plate have you heard of diamond plate or i don't but I, I like the name though that's cool yeah, unfortunately, they are not a band anymore. That's ah. a bittersweet post a few years ago saying that they split up, but two of the members were forming Misfire. And I saw they posted this week that they are releasing some music coming up. They are from Chicago. Chicago, bang, bang. Chicago, yes. And they have a video out. It's on YouTube called Skin of Mirrors. It's a new song.
and it's off their upcoming album sympathy for the ignorant which will be out may 1st cool and it's may 1st because all of the dates in april were taken <laughs> so much shit coming out this month yeah there's a lot of stuff yeah. um very cool i think uh misfire i'm uh yeah i'll check them out i mean i've been my music discovery has just been going up so much especially now with so many people and so many groups that uh just yeah. being involved in this podcast for one you know um one of the artists we're going to talk about uh later on here was something that i discovered um through one of the groups so cool man i'm looking forward to it man yeah misfire check them out i cool. saw diamond plate live i was trying to remember I looked through all my old stubs i couldn't figure it out but it was somewhere in st paul i think of i don't know five ten years ago i saw him and they were awesome live and awesome on digital disc whatever i had them on and looking forward to more from misfire and the song they released is awesome thrashy very thrashy nice was it would you say it was thrashtastic affirmative yes nice <laughs> So yeah, and that kind of leads up to uh, another one that I want to talk about. This is actually a death metal band out of, uh, well, it's it, they're Brazilian Dutch. And this is a four piece called Crypta. Crypta. And yeah, it was, uh, this one actually is one that um, I follow, uh, I, I follow, follow Napalm Records. And it was one that they dropped and I went and, oh yeah, so this band formed in 2019, so a relatively new act, but these are not newbies, man. So this uh, four, this this four piece are uh, ex members from Burning Witches and Nervosa mm -hmm. and and Cobra Spell, and then there's also uh, Hagbard. So these people have been around. We got these four women, and they just crush in this first uh, this first single called "From the Ashes." Their album will actually be released later this summer on June 11th. But yeah, check out Crypta from the Ashes on Napalm Records. This next one, dude, I've been waiting months, <laughs> months for this one. Uh, Halloween. Halloween has been teasing this forever that their single was going to drop. So I've mentioned before several times on this podcast, I'm a huge Halloween fan. Um, and then they did a thing where they did uh, Pumpkins United where they basically brought in all of the previous members of the band. And then now they have, well, I would say, I was gonna say now they have two singers, but really they have three because Kai Henson, um, one of the original guitar players, he also was the original singer. So now they actually have three vocalists in, in, wow. the, in the band, yeah. And so the crazy thing, their new single just dropped called Skyfall. Stars wanna die from the sky and burning. 
And it's the first track off the new album, self-titled Halloween. And that'll be out June 18th, this summer. And it's their 15th studio album. And uh, it's available streaming right now. And it's also, uh, it'll be available on various CD, vinyl formats, all that stuff. Go check it out. We'll have links in the show notes. But what's really cool is that, you know, it's written by Kai Henson. Um, and this is a seven minute song. They say it's a seven minute ride into the Halloween universe. This epic track describes an alien landing on Earth in a dramatic chase while Michael Kiske and Andy Darris and Kai Henson duel each other um, over a breathtaking manner to create a vocal broadband adventure. So all three of them sing in this song different verses and stuff, and then they do some harmonies together. It's pretty badass. And the video is really elaborate. It's almost like a like a like a film, right? The seven minute film. But check it out. I'm a huge Halloween fan. I'm super excited for this. It's a really great track. Um, I, to me, hearing Kai sing again on an Halloween album just made me happy. It made me smile. I was all happy. I'm very happy for you. Thanks, man. Um, so yeah, so another one really quick I almost forgot about is uh, earlier today, I backed a Kickstarter for Tourniquet. So cool. we talked about Tourniquet before. Tourniquet is an awesome metal band. They're a Christian metal band led by Ted Kirkpatrick. Um, he's like the main mastermind behind all of Tourniquet. Um, and he said that a new album is in the works and they got tons of, uh, again, you can get in for 10 bucks on the Kickstarter. Um, he was raising, I think $17,000. And in one day, I think they're at like 11,000 already. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm excited for that. Again, I always look for, uh, for new tourniquet stuff. Really good. Yeah. Every time I listen to tourniquet, I get cut off. Oh, how do you think of those, man? <laughs> I don't. I just oh. <laughs> So another one, dude, super thrashy. Oh, yes. Is this band. And actually, again, it's one of those things because now I'm following Thrash Mania. Yep. Uh, Thrash Mania, the Facebook group. Um, and they posted. Metal Ferg, our guest. Yes. yes, Metal Ferg. So uh, he posted Condition Critical. Condition Critical, a thrash band formed in 2010 out of New Jersey. And I looked at their Facebook. They're playing some live shows as of mid-March, um, like in a practice space, right? They're doing some live stuff. So I don't know if they have new content that's coming or what, but they're still around. They're still a band. And I listened to a few of their videos um, uh, today, and they fucking rule. So Condition Critical, thrash band out of New Jersey. Oh, and one of the videos... The guitar player is wearing a Warbringer shirt. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So check out Condition Critical. Again, we'll have... Uh...
we'll have them added to our episode 44 playlist. I have a Warbringer shirt. Maybe I could be in their video. Yes, you should. Dude, we're going to jump into some concert calendar info. We got some stuff happening. Good stuff. Yeah, this is really cool. So we've talked about in the past how awesome Tornadic, Tornadic, <laughs> Tornadic is blowing up. Yes. Um, they have a live streaming event um, April 18th at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And this is live on the sunset. So they're going to be playing from the Whiskey A Go Go in Hollywood. The cool thing, you can stream that show for free on the Facebook page of the Whiskey and the Rainbow Bar and Room page as well, as well as, as Tornadic's page too. So oh, cool. pretty awesome. I mean, I got it on my calendar. I'm going to watch that for sure. That's super fun. I'm going to give them uh, give them a watch for sure. And then oh, this yeah. Friday, uh, actually tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm, I'm all jazzed up, going to watch Philip H. Anselmo and the Illegals play their vulgar display of Pantera. And this is their online event with guests King Parrot. Um, again, it's uh, tomorrow, 6 p.m. Central Time. And you can go ahead and check it out and buy your tickets at illegalslive.com. <laughs> Dude, it seems like that, that URL could go so many ways. <laughs> illegalslive.com. Um, Phil did say recently Legals that... Live. What's that? Illegalslive.com. Oh, don't get me started again. Um, <laughs> Phil did say in a recent recent interview about these shows, um, these vulgar display of Pantera shows, uh, that it really is paying tribute to Dime and Vinny. So that's pretty cool. So uh, looking forward to watching. Yeah, and uh, I had a response from our concert calendar last week. Our friend Tommy at Mudcat89, who happens to be from West. By God, Vagina! <laughs> Wait a minute. How'd that go? West. By God, Vagina! That's All right. Tommy, he gave me some shit for not pronouncing it right. So uh, there you go. But <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tommy. Yep, because we talked about Metal in the Mountains. And uh, he posted to us that... Byzantine has a 21st anniversary tour coming up this summer. Really? 20, 21 years. That's pretty awesome. 21 years. Yep. Looks like it's all uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, West. By God, Virginia! <laughs> yeah, kind of a Eastern, Southern thing. So if you're out there, check it out. Uh, starts in the middle of July through the end of August. So we're going to, we're going to, take a dive back in the day Into and uh we got we got tons of fun stuff that you're going to be talking about take it away man yeah you got some trivia first though so, uh... oh yeah sorry i totally missed the trivia <laughs> that's all right well chris do you know the name of soulfly's debut self-titled album is it soulfly it is <laughs> okay. I was, I, I had to think. I didn't, I wasn't quite sure. I was trying to trick you. <laughs> the name of their self titled album. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it was just kind of a joke, but I did find <laughs> one. It's uh, <laughs> all right. Which number is greater? The albums and projects that Gene Hoagland has done, <laughs> or all of the Soulfly albums and EPs combined? Yeah, it's, I don't know if you can, 
I don't know if you can make that. I don't know if you can quantify. They're both doing so many things. Uh, Gene Hoagland has been involved in more projects than Soulfly has albums and EPs. If you look at the Wikipedia for Gene Hoagland, it's yeah, it's very long <laughs> to put it easily. That's yeah, awesome. A lot of us just doing guests and stuff, but I just kind of the bands that he was into or bands that he has performed with or on. And yeah, I got uh, 10, 11 or so, and then just all the other projects and EPs by Soulfly. There's actually only one according to Apple Music. Really? Yep. So that would, look kind of their new one would be 13. So that one goes to Gene. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So, like I said earlier, instead of Dude, what was that? What was that weird show? Um, I think it was MTV. I don't know, but it was like Celebrity Deathmatch or something. And there was like clay people, and they would beat the yep. piss out of each other. Please welcome heavy metal enthusiast Marilyn Manson. In the blue corner, his opponent, weighing in at a sultry 130 pounds and wearing what looks like a white disposable diaper, fighting out of San Quentin Prison, California, with a style which can only be described as pure, uninhibited madness. Please welcome Charles Manson. Yeah, I, don't know, I, just, I just had a thought, thought of like Max and Gene in a ring beating the piss out of each other. I bet they'd just get along and start making music. That's, that's right. That's right. And then everybody in the stands would die because they couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah. So like I mentioned before, instead of bringing up current news and stuff, I was going to just talk about what I did this last weekend. And tie it into back in the day albums. So I was up in the Twin Cities this last weekend and Saturday. I went looking around for some metal records. As we've discussed, I started a little vinyl collection. So reached out to a man named Alan Town, who is, I met him, actually, Saturday, we met in person for the first time. I say first time because he's a front man for at least four bands, and I plan to see all of them once we start. <laughs> <laughs> but I met him on Facebook through our previous guests, Natanic and Bob Carlson, Bobby Icon. Alan is in Glutton for Punishment and Mastiff with Rob. And uh, also does vocals at Ear Throne and Apothic. He's a photographer at Wolftown Media and the owner and founder of Undead Scene, LLC. I met up with him on Saturday and he recommended a couple of record stores to go to. And uh, so chatting with him was a great time. Just another metal dude. And we're just talking about metal, life, health, um, you know, biking. He's an avid biker and just all around cool dude. So. Uh, We'll have to get him on the show sometime. Yeah, totally. Yep. And I was going to meet Rob Carlson at Capitol Guitars, but me and Alan just ended up talking too long and missed that opportunity. But uh, I did get to go to Capitol Guitars, and that's where I got my LTD arrow from a few months ago and went up there to get a case for it. And just I walked in, and it's the first time I ever walked into a store and death was blasting on the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> It was awesome. Very cool. Yep. So I sat there and chatted with those guys for a while, talking about death, Sabbath, and Guar. And then I went to a couple of record stores and I picked up the new, just came out, I think. Well, I don't know how long it's been out, but it's um, 
Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast Tour LP. So there you nice. Go. Oh yeah. Good. Yep, the live one. Yep, that's live, and that's uh, the show we went to a couple years ago. Yep. Mary and I and my cousin Brett, and then you were there. Yep. Front row looks cool. So I got that one, and then I went to. I want to give a shout out to not just Alan again for recommending this place, but in St. Paul, Ag Harda Records. I don't know if you've been there or heard of that. I haven't, and I live here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool store. And um, I ended up, I was going to get a Sabbath album or two, but then I saw they had three of the four Pantera albums from the 1980s. Wow. Their re-releases, their bootlegs or whatever you want to call them, they're not original because I don't think it'd be hard to find those, I think, original pressings from 80s Pantera. But So I picked up uh, Metal Magic, their first one, and their second one, Projects in the Jungle, and I'm not sure if I'm the Night is released. And then Phil's first album, Power Metal. Yeah, so listened to Metal Magic the other night, and I was looking at the inlay that comes with it. Sputnik Music did a review on all three of these albums, and the one from Metal Magic was a very seemed very immature-ish. Like they were just trying very hard to say how awful it was, which <laughs> it is. It doesn't have the best sound, and it's you know it's Pantera doing trying to do glam rock, and I don't know. It's just but they're also young, and but it just felt like they were going over the top on trying to give it a horrible review, and sure be funnier if you're going to try that and then uh, projects in the jungle they must have liked a little better because it was uh, they weren't it didn't seem like they were trying so hard to attack it they're just basically calling it average and but whoever this person wrote for power metal is a huge power metal fan not the genre but the album and i'm guessing that they messed up their pants when they were talking about this they're saying that it's on par with cowboys from hell and that it's better than far beyond driven what yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah and i've listened to power metal the most out of their first four because it's a it's the best and b it's the best <laughs> <laughs> listen to the first three and it's i don't know it's kind of tough but they you know that was their transition power metals are transition going from their glam rock roots to you know their thrash groove sure style and a lot of that probably has to do with Phil coming in. Oh, there's just so many good songs on it. My one of my favorite dime solos is from We'll Meet Again. That's on there. And last song which dimebag actually sings or diamond 
actually sings on it and it's called pst 88 really i i'm unaware of this track yeah i think it's about cats in confined spaces because it's pst stands for pussy tight (laughs) 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 yeah so i had a, a good fun filled metal day last saturday and sounds like it man that's awesome yeah it's cool to go back and listen to these old pantera ones again and I just appreciate where they got to and where they started. And um, Alan also told me about a group on Facebook called Metal on Vinyl. So if you are into metal and vinyl, check out Metal on Vinyl. And also, if you're in the Twin Cities area or traveling through, check out Agharta Records. It's A-G-H-A-R-T-A Records. And when I was checking out, the guy, Paul, working there, saw that I was buying these Pantera ones. And we started chatting and he was saying how we saw Pantera on the Cowboys from Hell tour at First Ave. God, that'd be crazy. Yeah, he said it was just nuts and Phil was all over the place. And then he said he saw him again at the OzFest 97, which I think we discussed yep. in one of our first episodes with how just what a great show that was. And yeah, he was saying just even in those seven years, there was a big difference. So Phil was so bouncing around and energetic the first time. And then in OzFest 97, he's, if he seemed old or wasn't moving well, around. He had uh, he had a bunch of spine problems, man. He had to get uh, spinal fusion surgery and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He probably was all doped up on opioids. That could be tried cocaine, a dry inhale. The, the metal take the pain away. <laughs> the metal made him do it. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, it's not like you had an awesome day. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Cool. And we got uh, we got some follow ups um, from some previous episodes. The one thing that we want to talk about is. And we had talked earlier about how Paradise City was all of a sudden yanked from Amazon Prime due to a possible copyright suit against them. Um, it's back on. It's back on Amazon, Amazon Prime. And I am a few episodes into it. It's a little slow. I think what's fun, what's fun is just catching all of the other um, you know, artists and band members and just people in the background. I mean, um, mm-hmm. Nina strauss is in there um randy blythe plays uh you know a singer in this fictitious band he's in there he has several lines which which is cool um but yeah it's uh it is kind of cool to uh to see that happen obviously jose mangan in uh several times is talking and stuff like that so yeah we'll see where where it goes yeah i mean reviews are good they're on top of some of the lists of releases and what people are watching streaming and i've i'm two episodes in and i agree it's the storyline i hope gets better but like you said it's cool just all the background stuff and you know it's like i said before it's you've slapped metal on it and i'm gonna check it out yeah well and the the crazy thing too is like one time when they're at the uh the record label offices like you just you look in the background and stuff and there's like tour posters for suicide silence and um you know before the burial or i'm sorry after the burial right yep. <laughs> after the burial before the exhumation after the burial I'm, I'm getting my i'm switching up my band's names um but it's cool to see and like uh born of osiris right yeah. so seeing those posters and stuff on the walls is like badass right because where else you get where else is that going to happen yeah. never watching tv and seeing that shit that's yep. about the only place <laughs> and you mentioned we got a release coming out tomorrow man Yes. Yep. Um, 
we're gonna go into bands that start with ag for a little bit here nice agnoxia so today being thursday tomorrow agnoxia's release their ep comes out and i will be listening to that over and over i'm sure so check it out yep it'll, it'll be on repeat all day yep and i should be getting my shirt i ordered by monday so wear that all the time and speaking of shirts and the other ag band agony reigns i got my creeping death hoodie today nice came in the mail wearing that right now and that's going to be in my rotation that's very cool yeah so check out agony reigns as well yeah we want we have a we have a quick shout out to a supporter of the podcast yes we do Yep, big time supporter. He's comments a lot and reaches out a lot. Uh, Larry, aka at Duke Tomato. He's been very nice to us and he has a new podcast that he started called Everything and Nothing. Last week we talked about Paradise City, the spinoff from American Satan. This week we're going to talk about Long Live Rock, the documentary that shows that rock is still alive. It fucking sucks. And I think they just have the one episode out and they were talking about drafting their dream bands and we're doing a review of paradise city season one so if you're looking for more metal check out everything and nothing yeah go check it out subscribe where you get your podcast and leave a review both for everything and nothing and the thrash report leave a review on apple Podcasts. we really would appreciate it yep and uh give larry some support because he needs it he is a fan of the J- detroit lions <laughs> sorry larry <laughs> anyway I want to thank everyone for listening really do appreciate it again don't forget we want to hear from you go ahead and reach out to us um you can uh look us up at thrashreport.com you'll find all of our uh contact links there and you can always reach out to us on our socials facebook page you can email us thethrashreport at gmail.com We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, everybody. Have a wonderful night. See you next time on The Thrash Report. Now I will just say goodbye.